0: Michael Zubar, One at a Time. It is Friday, September 2nd, and this is your daily financial news. Let's go ahead and just jump right in. The big number of the week the big number of the week was the August job numbers. Just to remember where we were at, the initial expectation was 290,000. That had slowly worked its way up to 315. It came in at 318,000 jobs. Kind of a Goldilocks number. For those that like to keep score, I predicted 403. So I am going to take the L on that number. I was wrong this month. Wasn't the wasn't as strong a job market in August as I had expected. So again, I predicted 403. Came in at 318. I am going to take the L on that. Missed that number this week. What is very important though. The unemployment rate came in at 3.7%. Now, historically, that is amazing. We have come off the bottom at 3.5%. Why is this a big deal? And why do I think the Fed is smiling? I think the Fed, I think the Fed was like ho hum on the 318, but I believe the Federal Reserve liked. No, I'd say loved. The fact that the unemployment rate went up. Remember on Friday, Jerome Powell said pain is coming. And without saying it, Jerome Powell is pointing at that number. He knows that number must go up. What he is looking at today is, wow, it's it's finally working. We had PPI, CPI come down. We had PCE come down. Now job Now, unemployment is going up. Jerome Powell is feeling good this morning. What is this other number, 7%? This is a number we haven't talked about in a while. If you are in economic world, unemployment has two numbers that are tracked. It is called U3 and U6. U3 is often what is reported because it, frankly, is the lowest number right? Three, seven lower than 7%. U6 includes discouraged workers, right? In order to be included in this number, you must be actively looking. Here, you could be sitting on your couch watching Netflix, doing nothing, not actively looking. You're counted here, you're not counted there. Why is the U6 number interesting? And yes, folks, I think the U6 number is interesting. 7% is exactly the number from February of 2020. February of 2020, just in case you have forgotten, was before we shut the country down. It was the last pre-pandemic number. Interesting, right? No one data point is a trend, but I think, This is interesting. We are pulling more and more people off the sidelines. The other number that was very important was participation rate. We jumped from 61.7 to 62.2. Pre-pandemic was 63.2. Again, lots of numbers. Know this. We are pulling more and more people off the sidelines. Again, I believe that is something that Jerome Powell will like other numbers inside the unemployment or in the employment report wages remember if you watch my channel i fundamentally believe we are started a wage uh, wage spiral inflation wage inflation spiral better said wage inflation spiral wages were up 0.3% for the month or 5.2% for the year last month was the first month we had real real wage growth half a percent wages went up 0.5 percent last month when inflation was zero we had real wage inflation last month i believe we will have real wage inflation this month now we've had nominal wage growth for two years but you and i should know by now if you watch this channel we have had real negative wages for most of that time inflation was above wages i believe we have broken that trend which is both good and bad it is going to make core cpi a lot stickier in my opinion so again i believe that jerome powell liked this number specifically that unemployment has come off the bottom now let's re- let's tie this together with other experts we talked to two experts two millionaires about the market one on Sunday named Dan Bird, one on Monday, uh, Taylor from Greater Greater Life Investments or something. What did they both told us? They both told us that recessions, recessions, often start when the unemployment rate bottoms. Now, it is only one number, right? We went from 35 to 37, but I believe. We are staring in the face of the recession starting right now. And again, Jerome Powell is smiling. This is what he wants. This is the pain. It has started. I do not have a great feeling about the rest of the year, but my 2023 feel, no bueno. Not good. It's... I think 2023 could frankly be the worst economic year of my adult life. And I lived through the dot-com and the Great Recession. 2023 could be, in a technical term, yucky. Let's let's uh, let's get there. So Ivy Zellman. Ivy Zellman, somebody that is often quoted in my comments. I think Ivy Zellman is amazing. She is a former Fed um Contributor, I guess. She was kind of below the president's, but a clearly rock star analyst. I think she does amazing work. I watch Ivy Zellman a lot. I respect her. She has finally put a call on the housing market for 2023 and 2024. She is talking about the median home price, which again, none of you should care about. If you are watching my channel, you have a buy box, you're doing the work every day. But again, Ivy Zellman, rock star analyst. Let's talk about what she predicted, because she predicted 2023 and 2024. And yes, folks, I have the red pen. So that means negative. Ivy Zellman for 2023, negative 4%. For 2024, negative 5%. That's almost a 10%. I'll call that a correction. I don't think I'll call that a crash. For me, folks, zero to 10% is a correction. Over 10, we could argue, is a crash. She is calling a negative four next year nationally and negative five in 2024. First and foremost, those numbers are absolutely possible. Absolutely. Without question. The reason I say that is we have historical precedent for up to a negative 8.9% crash in one single year. Again, your market might fall 20%. I am talking national. Don't get it twisted. The largest national drop in one year is 8.9%. So again, Ivy Zellman, clearly negative, but at least negative within the realm of possibilities some folks that watch this channel repeatedly scream 30 percent crash nationally in one year that is so historically unlikely as to be laughable x horrible black swan event you have to realize when you make these crazy claims about the national market they don't stick up to historical precedent if you want to say phoenix is going to crash 30, or 50, or 70. Go for it. But when you want to talk about the national number, appreciate that the nation has 387 unique markets, and they're not all in the same place. But again, Ivy Zeilman, absolutely possible. If you ask me to take the over-under on either of these years, I will take the over. I actually, again, if you were to ask me which number I think has a better chance, I think 2023, I could see that. It's kind of, you know, I've been calling for plus or minus, you know, one, two, three percent, four, close enough. I actually think 2024 will be better than Ivy thinks because I believe that's when the Fed starts cutting. I believe 2023 is a epic disaster economic-wise, but I believe once we get through 2024 and we have paid the price, or at least most of the price, we can start building from there. It's kind of what I'm thinking. But realize I'm making these discussions September 2nd of 2022. My crystal ball is as broken as yours. But hey, Ivy Zelman, keep doing what you do. Thank you for contributing. Uh, Your expertise to the world. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Let's talk about buying power. So, if you follow my channel, you know that we have lots of people getting deals done. They are asking for closing cost credits, Uh, they're asking for rate buy downs. But we have also seen a noticeable change in buyers getting repairs done in escrow 67%, two thirds. Of all buyers, have gotten sellers in the last month to perform repairs in escrow. If you look at a year ago, it was only 31%. So we have gone from one-third to two-thirds. We have essentially doubled. And again, getting repairs in escrow saves you, the buyer, real cold, hard cash. In a lot of the country, not everywhere, but a lot of the country, it is clearly a buyer's market. Use, use your power. Don't pay less price. Get closing cost credit. Rate buy downs. And please get the sellers to repair what is broken. All right. Please do that. Let's talk about some earnings. Uh, Lululemon. Lululemon. People are still working out. Uh, Lululemon is high-priced workout gear, beat top, beat bottom, and raised outlook. Yeah, Lululemon did good. PagerDuty beat top, beat bottom. Broadcom beat top, beat bottom. Generally speaking, earnings yesterday were pretty good. Don't know if you've seen the 10-year note. It has spiked. It was 3.26. I think it's down a little bit this morning at 3.22. The two-year note hit a high yesterday, not seen since 2007. Wow, that is kind of crazy. I do believe mortgage rates yesterday went over 6%. We'll see what happens today. China lockdown. I don't know what's going on in China, the zero COVID thing. They've now locked down 21.2 million people in the city or province or area of Chengdu. Chengdu. I'm clearly mispronouncing that. I'm sorry. But folks, 21.2 million folks are once again locked down. Supply chain issues, shipping, all of this stuff. We need to bring more manufacturing home. And I believe that is happening. This will cause more global pain. Housing competition. Again, uh, I did a video this morning uh, talking about eight cities. Dallas, Houston, Miami, Atlanta, Phoenix, Tampa, Sacramento, and Austin. No, I skipped one of those. I think I skipped Houston. But I did do Columbus. I'm sorry. So eight cities. The takeaway from those eight cities are... First time home buyers, move up buyers, luxury buyers are all hurt by 6% interest. The market that is feeling a lot of the pain is the move up market. As we have been talking about, you're not selling, not buying. There were a couple of pluses. The move up market in Columbus, Ohio was up 0.5%, and the luxury market in Tampa was up 1%. Other than that, transactions crashed, with the largest crash being. 32%, no, 36%, 36% in first time home buyers in Sacramento. Go ahead and watch that market. Lastly, let's talk about the hub. The hub, again, is an office building I am lucky enough to own in Fresno, California. I want that place to serve the community. I have three offices open. I want to put three licensed real estate agents in those offices. I will not charge rent. I am not here to get a couple of dollars rent. I want to put three licensed real estate agents in those offices. I want one to focus on house hacking, one on FHA, and one on VA. I will help you build your pipeline. We will talk every week because we want. I want to help people. I want to show listings. I want to do a four. You know, if you're the house hacking rep, we are going to look at fourplexes. We're gonna look at a fourplex in Clovis, California and the Tower District. We're gonna talk about numbers. We're gonna see what works. FHA buyers, you can talk about new construction. VA, we'll talk about what's going on there. If you wanna join my world of one rental at a time, please reach out to me, leave comments below, get my number from somebody in Fresno, let's go. And again, you could be a brand new agent. We will build this together. You could be an experienced agent with an office at Compass or uh, Real or anywhere. Come join, come be a member of the hub. It's free, right? Spend a couple of days a week there. Let's build this community together. I wanna use my experience in Fresno to show the power of house hacking, FHA, VA. If you are a real estate agent, you have a social media presence or you want a social media presence let me help you i know i can help you get pipeline in leads but more importantly we will help thousands and thousands of people every week see what is possible i will invest in you i have this office i have a desire to build a legacy help me build it please if you know a licensed agent in fresno california who is willing to take the leap of faith and join this, give it a shot for a couple of months at least. I want to have three agents, back to back to back. I want to talk every week. I want to use real examples. I want to give, give, give. Please, let's reach out to me. Let's see what's possible. Of course, folks, it is Labor Day weekend. Do you have fun, but don't forget to look at your buy box 20 minutes a day. No excuses. Take care. Bye-bye.